episode podcast where we discuss the television show Supernatural. I am your host, Dan, and with me as always... This is wife, Penny. Hello, we are back. <coughs> yes, I'm sorry I had a cough there. We took a week off because we needed to invest in some new equipment. Finally got everything, so here we go. Hopefully we sound a lot better. Yeah, what do you think of this new equipment so far? So far I really like it. I guess I will just have to listen and see you know, how we really do sound. Once it's all recorded, but no, I like it. <coughs> yeah, I almost, that's. I almost feel professional. <laughs> that's what's going to be different is listening to an episode before this and an episode after this. And here, I'm sounding a little like too dry. Just a second. I'm going to fiddle with the knob. Uh oh. Dan's got a knob to fiddle with. We know how that goes some days. So, yes, yeah, so we were off for an entire week, like I said before, waiting for our new equipment to come in. Um, today happens to be February 8th, 2021, which means last night was Super Bowl Sunday. And I was not happy because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won with Tom Brady as their quarterback. And he's won too many times when he was with the Patriots, so I really was not happy. I was hoping that Kansas City could have pulled it off. Had they been able to protect their quarterback a little bit more, they might have. But he was sacked and rushed so many times, it was ridiculous. And is your knob fiddling done? <laughs> no, his knob fiddling isn't done. Hmm, what else is there? I'm staring at our big ugly fish. Ugh. I do not like that fish. And it scares me because it's behind my computer. And sometimes if I'm working on my computer, I see it swims and I almost feel, I almost feel like he's coming to attack me. That's the stuff of your nightmares, man. Let me tell you. And Dan is still fiddling with knobs. I almost called him Dean again. I do that all the time. Dan, Dean, I guess because they're so similar. Oh, okay, I think he's back, folks. Yeah, I think there we go. Finally got it right. And uh, yeah, you should definitely go listen to the recording on that one. All right, because, yeah, I, I liked afraid of the bassiness in my voice, so I had it turned down, and then it just sounded way too dry. But, I go, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I'm going to take these headphones off so I don't worry about it anymore. That sounds good, sweetheart. <coughs> aye, aye, aye. Oh, we both got coughs today. Yeah, so it has been a week, and, like, we've moved up into the upstairs loft area, too. Um, I think this might cut down on the uh, dogs interrupting our show. Yes, because we notice when we're not downstairs, right by the patio door... They don't request to go out every five minutes like they used to. Yeah, it generally was. I think the dogs just didn't have a lot of space and they were bored. And they're like, oh, I could go and wander around outside for a couple minutes, I guess. I, I really think that was a lot of the whole, the uh, in out and in out with the dogs downstairs. So. Yeah, and I think, too, the fact that they could see out the back door and so they could see any squirrels or birds or anything. Because they would often try to chase them with no success, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Every single bird that flew on the back deck. And now that we seem to have a bit of a nesting pair back there. Someplace. Got to figure out where they are. We got to chase some guys out. They can't live there all year. Dirty birds and their mites living <laughs> under our grill. Forget that. Well, you have to wait till if they have uh, eggs, you have to wait till they're old enough to fly away. Beat their asses right now. Right. So season five, episode 16, 
Dark Side of the Moon. Okay, now we watched this a week ago before everything fell apart. Um, so hopefully I get this right. I'm sure you remember it a lot better than I do, as usual. Well, we'll just muddle through and do our best. How's that sound? Okay, so we see uh, uh, the recap. It shows Dean dying. It shows Sam dying. It shows them that they need to find God and that the amulet's involved. Was there anything else in the recap? No, I just put recap. Sam and Dean die a lot. Then I also put the amulet because, you know, the, the necklace that uh, Sam gave Dean when they were kids when they needed that to, or Cass asked for it so they could find God. So you pretty much covered everything. That's one thing about this show is, I mean, really the stakes when they die, like we know that they're going to come back somehow. There's no stakes anymore. <laughs> like anyone can just die and come back in some version or another That's at any true. point. That's true, but... Sam and Dean are special, so they are the ones that always come back every time. Well, we've seen John alive. We've seen Mary alive. Like, we saw people alive that were dead at the beginning of the show. We have only seen Mary in ghost form. We have not seen her in corporeal form. Yeah, young Mary. What are you talking well, about? young Mary, yes. That was before, before John and she were married. Hey, man, it still counts as, like, people that were dead are now alive and people get to hang out with them. So I feel like there's little stakes here. Uh, I expect any any day now for John to come back to life for a while again. Well, you know, the thing about visiting John and Mary in the past was it's the past. It happened before they died. So it's not like they're hanging around with dead people. But to Dean and Sam and Dean, it's their present. So Yes, that's true. Yeah, I get it that it's their past and, uh, you know, chronologically, but it's Sam and Dean's present. So it's their present as well. All right. Uh, so beginning of the episode, Sam and Dean are woken up and they're being held at gunpoint. Dean recognizes the one guy is Roy, who's a hunter, right? Yes, Roy is a hunter. And uh, they kill and shoot Sam. Who is the other guy there? Walt. Well, they shoot Sam, kill him. Then they talk about killing Dean, and Dean's, like, really cool about it. He's just like, ah, go for it. When I come back, I am going to be so pissed. <laughs> and then they shoot him dead, beginning of the episode. Yep. They're, they weren't concerned about him coming back because most people don't come back, as we discussed earlier. Well, these guys should really watch this show. Everyone comes back. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so now uh, it, Dean is in his car at night. Uh, Dean gets out and young Sam has fireworks and wants to fire them off with uh, Dean. And Dean remembers this event. This happened on July 4th, 1996. So they do that, right? They play around with some fireworks and then young Sam's like, thanks, that was great. Yeah, you're the best brother ever. And then they fire off some more fireworks. And then Dean has a flashback uh, about being killed and the fireworks and young Sam vanish. Yes. Yeah, that's why I put the, the he remember being shot because I'm sure the, the loud bang of the fireworks just brought him back to what had just happened to him. Just a second. I'm adjusting here. Oh, my gosh. It's a million adjustments to get this exactly where I want it. And he tells me not to play with mine because of the fact that the springs on here make so much noise, and he's just constantly playing with his. <laughs> if it sounds you know, like crap, it's going to be your fault. You know how boys are. They always oh. got to play with it. 
I guess so. Okay, so Dean goes back over to his car, hears Cass through the radio. At this point, then, Dean realizes he's dead, and Cass says he's in heaven. Cass says, uh, follow the road, you'll, go, you'll find Sam. And Dean looks up at the sky, and the stars and the moon, they're moving, like, really fast. It looks ethereal. Like they're in some, he's in some sort of trippy place. Uh, so Dean takes off and pulls up to a farmhouse. Did it kind of look like on Star Trek when they're in warp speed? I don't remember. No, it was like effect. swooshing sideways, like the time lapse when people take a time lapse of, you know, the heavens. Yeah, yeah, I forgot that part. Okay, yes. Dean follows the road, pulls up to a house. And now is this the Winchester farm or... What it's, house is this? It's not a farm. Well, when you go in, you'll see. Because remember what happened when Dean went in. Well, Sam is inside having Thanksgiving dinner. Dean walks in, and at this point, Sam thinks he's in a dream. Uh, Sam and Dean are now talking. He, like, pulled him aside or something like that. And Sam is uh, very confused um, because he did bad things. That's my <laughs> notes. <laughs> Well, oh, he's confused because he did bad things. Yeah, they f talk about it. He tells him we are in heaven. He's like, no, I couldn't be in heaven. I, like, drink demon blood and stuff. What are you talking about? And Sam says, what? Oh, go ahead. And Sam says, when you die, your life flashes before your eyes. And Sam figures that they're basically reliving their greatest hits right now. Uh, because the fond memory of the fireworks and then now Sam's fond memory of Thanksgiving dinner. And that dinner was uh, one of the high spots for Sam. Because they're not eating with the family. He's eating with someone else, right? That's right. That's why I said when, when you get into it, you'll realize that the house Dean pulled up to was in Sam's memory of this family that when he was 11 years old, spent Thanksgiving with. At this point, an earthquake happens. And then Cass starts talking through to them through the TV set. Uh, Cass says, don't go into the light. Zachariah is looking uh, to return you there. Well, Zachariah is looking to put them back in their bodies because he still wants Sam to be Lucifer's vessel and wants Dean to be Michael's vessel. Yeah, so the whole, you walk into the light and then, yeah, he's just like there waiting for him and just going to snatch him and throw him back on Earth, right? Right, exactly. So Cass says that they need to drive to the garden and find Joshua, get in touch with, uh, he'll help you get in touch with God and uh, get the straight story. Oh, I don't sorry, know. I was let's like had a brain fart here. Yes, because Cass thought as long as they're in heaven, yes, use this opportunity to hopefully find God and find out what the heck's going on with the whole apocalypse happening down on earth and getting some help with dealing with that. Sam and Dean step outside. Uh that road that they had originally drove up on is now gone and they're just stuck in the middle of the woods. Dean goes back inside and looks around for a road. They find a slot car track play with that for a little bit they stand up and now it's daytime outside they're back home and their mom is there making breakfast so everything's like changing around them yes it is this happened to be dean said he remembered that that slot car track so where they were now was dean's bedroom when he was a young child yep mom's making breakfast for dean uh sam at this point can't interact uh with her because this is not in sam's memory he has no recollection of this day. Well, because he wasn't born yet. 
The phone rings. Sam and Dean figure it is John calling uh, when they broke up once. I guess Mary and John broke up at some point. Yes, I think um, someone made the comment about their marriage was only perfect after Mary died, and then John said how perfect it was. So I think like any other ordinary married couple, they probably had their ups and their downs. Dean gives his mom a hug. He says he loves her. She then asks if he wants pie. So <laughs> this is like the origin of his love of pie. It reminds him of Mary, right? Exactly. That's how his pie obsession started. So Sam and Dean, uh, then they go search in the house. And Sam finds a Route 66 postcard that he has seen before. Then the boys end up at a new place. They are where Sam hung out for a couple of weeks. Um, when he ran away from home or something like that. Some sort of getting the hell out of Dodge situation. He took off and lived alone with the dog for a while. And so they're in that place. At this point, though, Dean is really annoyed that this is a good memory for Sam. Because basically Sam was MIA at this time and didn't tell them where he even was. So while like he was missing and drove the whole family crazy, he, uh, he loved it. He, he had a ball unplugging from them. Uh, Dean says, let's roll, and then they leave. And that's the thing about, um, Dean made a comment about Sam's other memory, too. He's like, oh, great, you're, you're one of your greatest memories is not with our family, it's with someone else's family. And so here now another memory of Sam's that he thinks is good is a memory where it's just him and this dog and none of his family around again. Outside, it is now nighttime again. And this is the night that Sam left for Stanford. And Dean is now even more annoyed that this is a happy memory for him. <laughs> Sam's heaven is absolutely destroying Dean and pissing him off. While outside arguing, a bright spot of light shines down from overhead, and the boys take off running into the woods. Yeah, um, he wants to, yeah, he wants to send him back to Earth. Zachariah, and one thing when they were hiding on him, he just snaps his finger and it's automatically daytime again. And he's like, come on, guys, this is heaven. You're not going to be able to hide from me yeah, I forever. Think, yeah, you skipped ahead a little bit in my notes. Zachariah, oh, we then, after that bright light and they run into the woods, Zachariah is walking down the road, mocking them for running from angels. Thinking like that, I'm shocked... Uh, I have, I'm shocked you guys haven't, with thinking like that, I'm shocked you guys haven't stopped the apocalypse yet. <laughs> There's the line. Yep, the boys are just running and dodging, and they run into a guy dressed up in a Lucha Libre outfit. And the luchador leads him into a bar. He takes off the mask, and hey, it's our old friend Ash. Yay, we love Ash. Who got blowed up like a season ago, right? <laughs> yes, he did. Well, it seems that Ash's heaven is being a luchador and living at their old bar. Yeah, he's at Harvell's Roadhouse. That's his heaven. So what? So Ash is, uh, he's just like living out his heaven. And he says he's figured it all out, that everyone uh, in heaven, it isn't just one heaven. It's a whole lot of different little heavens, uh, everyone's. And they're all smashed together, kind of like Disneyland. You know, you got the one big Disneyland, but then inside of it, it's a bunch of other lands. Right. You have uh, Frontierland, and I don't know if they have Frontierland anymore. They used to. 
But so is I mean is the thing is the thing that Ash is uh, running around outside dressed up as a luchador hiding from angels because he wants to stay there? No, I think that he found a way to get out of his private heaven because he mentioned that he's uh, seen other people. I think because at one point they ask if he's seen Joe and Ellen, and he didn't know that Joe and Ellen were dead. So he's like, "No, I haven't seen him yet." Yeah, it kind of sounds like he's got it mapped out a little bit. He's he's a heaven explorer of some exactly. sort. I don't know how the luchador outfit comes into it, but it's it was hilarious that. that that's what it, that's <laughs> what he chooses to dress up in when he goes outside to save people. Well, and when they're talking with him, Ash makes the comment, this ain't the first time you've been here. I mean, you guys die more than anyone I have ever met. So we know that Sam and Dean have been on this trip before. Uh, yeah, the one other uh, bit of information that Ash has about the physics of heaven is that y you and your soulmate can share a heaven together. Right, that was something he did mention. Uh, Ash claims that he has skills to go visit other heaven. Yeah, here's my notes. And he says now that he's dead, he is really living. <laughs> <laughs> he also figured out um, a way to tune into angels with his computer. Which I thought was interesting. Well, he's a computer geek, so I'm sure his heaven would have a computer. But you're right. It's not like it's actually functioning with the internet or anything. So I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was kind of wondering. Like, how do you tune into angels with your computer? Right? Are they radio. broadcasting in some frequency that, you know, you can use a little software to find radio to tune into? I don't get it. Well, that is what they call it. They... It's not radio per se, but that's what Sam and Dean call it, and even casts in later episodes, Angel Radio. So there must Oh, be yeah, some we heard that with that one chick that revolted. She even says it's Anna. like tuning. Yeah, even Anna says it's like tuning into a channel, right? Or exactly. So she there must chatter. be something there that he, was be, he would be able to pick up on his computer. Yep, Sam asks if he found Ellen and Joe. Ash didn't know that they died. He takes it a little rough. Dean asks if he found his folks. He's been looking, uh, but he said no. But Ash is like, hey, I found Pamela. Uh, Ash and Sam are on the computer, and Dean and Pamela are talking. I guess Pamela walks in at that point. She brings up that Dean got her killed, and Ash says he's cool with Dean getting him killed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Sam's, or Dean's like, well, hey, we got Ash killed too and Ash says I'm cool with it because he seems to be just in his favorite place well he is in his favorite place but he seems to be really thriving in heaven yeah Dean calls out that heaven is more like the matrix and not nirvana was, you know he was told in religions and it really does sound that way too it sounds like they've all been beamed up into some weird computer world yes because which is always you know anything that supports my uh, my theory of reality being a simulationist. Uh, Pam is says she's happy and content with heaven. So it's like, and I, are the both of them just living in that bar together, Ash and Pam? I don't think she's at the roadhouse. She's got her own heaven, but he's found a way. Or maybe she is Ash's soulmate, and that's how they can share a space. I don't oh, know. you? Why yeah. would they? Hey, why would they have mentioned soulmates could share heavens if? Then the character walks in that he shares one with. Exactly. <coughs> Sorry, we are both coughing our full heads off. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm pretty sure then that 
uh, <laughs> Heaven Ash and Heaven Pam are boning then. <laughs> They're having heaven sex. Um, so next up, she, uh, Pamela here, th thinks that Dean should uh, give up to Michael and let a lunch bunch of people die and end up in heaven. She's like, it's pretty great here. I mean, who cares if they all get killed off? They end up here. And it's fabulous. Uh, the boys don't really think this is all that great of a plan, and they head out <laughs> to find that garden. At this point, Ash is writing something on the door. Dean and Pam kiss, and the boys leave. What was Ash writing on the door? He was, excuse me. <coughs> now we're both coughing. He is writing a sigil that would give them a shortcut to the garden. Okay, cool. So they uh, show up, and they're, well, they show up inside their own home again at night. Their mom is there and wants to tell them about her nightmare and the night she burned. Then their mom flashes them the yellow eyes and we go to commercial. <coughs> right? Yes, yep. Back from commercial, at this point, everything is green. Their mom talks about burning to death and how bad the smell was when she died. She says, silver lining, at least I was away from you. Yeah, she was pretty cruel. She mocks them a little more. And Zachariah shows up again. Zachariah leans in, kisses her. He then brags up how great he actually looks, snaps his finger, and Mary vanishes. So it was just Zachariah screwing with them, right? Pretty much, yes. None of this was actually Mary. Right. Zachariah, well, Zachariah was there with two other angels as backup, I guess. Zachariah is upset, says he <laughs> used to uh, be highly regarded, but now Sam and Dean are making him look like a fool. <laughs> Making me look like a fool, man. <laughs> An old guy shows up and insists uh, that he gets to talk to them. Next, uh, Zachariah is like, what? Wait. And he goes out. Oh, the boss sent me. Zachariah and the two heavies vanish. And now every they're in a dome garden. Yeah, Zachariah wasn't going to let him go. But when Joshua said he had the orders to take Sam and Dean and talk with them, Zachariah knew that the order came from the top because apparently, oh, hopefully you don't cover this later in your notes, uh, this Joshua is the one angel that God still speaks to. Sam figured out that, Sam figures out quickly that this guy that came and got him and took him was in fact uh, Joshua. He says that they need to uh, talk to God. And Joshua's like, oh, he's on, he's back on earth. He said uh, God talks to him, and he thinks God's lonely. God knows uh, what the angels are doing and what Sam and Dean want to say already, yada, yada, yada. Basically, you don't need to go talk to God. God already knows. God is asking Sam and Dean to back off and just let things play out. Not, not be so bothered by all of this. <laughs> Dean calls him a deadbeat dad with a bunch of excuses. Joshua says God is sending... Then back, and this time he wants you to remember. There's a big white flash of light. And then the boys wake up in their beds. They have bloody shirts on. Somebody picks up a phone to make a call. And now Cass is there and says, maybe Joshua was lying. Cass looks up and says, you son of a bitch. Then he gives Dean his amulet back and says, this is worthless. 
Sam says, we'll find another way to stop all of this. Dean looks really sad and bummed out. And then Dean takes his necklace and throws it in the trash. The end. This is an episode where a whole lot of nothing happens. I mean, I, know. It's, it's, I don't think it's a whole lot of nothing. Because <clears throat> when um, Joshua was talking to them in the garden, because remember that, oh, excuse me. <coughs> in the episode where Lucifer came out of hell and Sam and Dean ended up on that airplane, Joshua confirmed that, yes, it was God that put them on the airplane. And it was God that brought Castiel back. So that mystery was solved right there. And the fact that, yes, God does know what's going on. He doesn't really care about it and won't help him at all. Um, I don't even know why this episode was called Dark Side of the Moon, though. They didn't go to the dark side of a moon. Well, no, they didn't. But, you know, they... It's near as I can tell it has nothing to do with the Pink Floyd album. <laughs> No, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, they just die, <laughs> go looking around, don't find what they're looking for, and get sent back. It's like, they're, this is such... What's the great big takeaway from this episode? Well, to me, the great big takeaway is God does know what's going on. God is on Earth, so hopefully in the future, he will make himself known to them and... Okay, with things. now don't spoil it for me, but does God on Earth know he's God? Or is this one of those situations where God's walking around with amnesia? Because that's like a movie, I think. You know, I'm not really sure, because when we find out who God is... God's he... had some excuses in the past. What do you mean God's had some excuses in the past? No, when we finally find out who God is, you don't know if this person did know and was faking it or really didn't know. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. If, if he really, if he, yeah, explained him, if he didn't, yeah, if he was lying about it previously or not, that's what I meant. It never really uh, answers that, so I'm not really sure. Well, interesting. All right. Well, God's on earth. The amulet doesn't work. It's kind of sad that Dean would throw that away. Why wouldn't... I mean, Sam gave that to him, right? You're right. So, and I'm trying to think if we see that amulet again, um, I'm hoping that after Dean walked out, Sam grabbed it out of the trash. Because you're right, it was something that Sam had given Dean for Christmas when they were kids. And it, do we know if it really worked or not? Did it glow ever? We don't know because, no, it hasn't glowed, ever, hasn't. It has not glowed yet. Okay. Because that's what Cass said would happen was that amulet would glow. But exactly. I guess it, it hasn't glowed for Cass yet. All right. Well, I guess we'll see. And they've, wait. And they've worn that amulet around too. So if it did, if it did work, he would know because isn't it supposed to get hot or something like that? I don't know if it's supposed to get hot or if it's just supposed to get, well, I do know, but I'm not going to tell you, or if it's just supposed to get bright. I thought I thought it was supposed to, like, get hot and glow. Yeah. I, I imagined it like the little uh, bottle of fairy water, whatever, <laughs> from Lord of the Rings. When Dean, what is it? When, Sam. No, no, it was the, uh, it's the sword that, um, Bilbo Baggins' sword that glows when there's trolls around. When there's orcs around. Yes. Yeah, when there's orcs around. That's what I assume it's like. The thing is, 
this necklace, perhaps God has been hiding himself from it. And I don't know. I have not seen it glow so far. And you haven't seen it glow so far either. No. So. Okay. Well, I guess we'll find out if that thing ever works or if it was just simply thrown away in a future episode. Uh, any other takeaways? I mean, what am I missing from this? What is there anything else I should notice other than it's just keep it's it's more like just keeping me giving me a little bit of backstory as to the larger story. It doesn't really propel anything along. It does in the sense that now I believe that they are giving up on their search for God and are just going to try and fix this themselves in some way, hopefully. But they've been told, like, by everyone, just give up. Just give in. Do it. At this point, why don't they? Why don't they like, all right, eh, fuck it. Well, it'd be one thing for Dean to be Michael's vessel, but I would not want to be Lucifer's vessel. I don't care what. Would you want to be the vessel to Satan the devil? I wouldn't. I don't know. He, he, I don't know what his moral stance in this show is. <laughs> Other than he was upset that humans uh, felt, you know, they were inferior beings, but they were treated better than angels. That's his big beef. On this show, yes, that is his big beef, that he did not feel that he should have to bow down to humans because he is so much more superior than them. Now, in the Holy Bible, is that what it, is that the story there? No. <laughs> what's 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 uh what's lucifer's beef in the holy bible well in the bible lucifer thought he should get the adoration and um worship instead of god so that was the thing with with lucifer oh he wanted to usurp god he wasn't jealous of humans exactly oh wow what a dick <laughs> what i said <laughs> <laughs> um interesting yeah, that garden at the center, too. I thought there were going to be a whole, like, Garden of Eden sort of situation, but it wasn't that at all. It was just, like, the Pacific Northwest woods that they went into. Well, what they went into was a botanical garden in, in Vancouver um, because Joshua made the comment. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, Joshua, Joshua, Joshua. Well, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't show it here, but Joshua made the comment that this is how they perceive heaven, and their memory was some field trip that they took, and that was why you could see the dome over the top. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you ever go to those domes in Milwaukee? No. Oh, that was cool. Because, yeah, it was like the exact same thing. Just big, giant greenhouse dome. For some reason, that was like a big deal in the 60s and 70s, I think, for places to build those dome gardens. Well, isn't that kind of like the Arboretum and um, things like that in Madison? Yeah, yeah, it's a lot like the Arboretum, but I think those domes, they're bigger, and I th there's three different, like, in the ones in Milwaukee, at least when I went to them, it was like three different um, climates. I think it was like meadow, jungle, desert. Okay. Where the botanical gardens, it's all just like a big, great big greenhouse where they mix everything in. Exactly. Oh, okay, I found it. Heaven's Garden, which for Dean and Sam is the Cleveland Botanical Gardens, was filmed at the Bloedel Conservatory in Queens Elizabeth Park in Vancouver. Um, this domed greenhouse and aviary is a favorite filming location in Vancouver. So, But yeah, it was their, their fond memory of, of 
some trip to that garden in Cleveland, Ohio. Man, yeah, Cleveland gets gypped in this. <laughs> they say it's a Cleveland Gardens, but then it ends up be Vancouver. Well, that's where they film is in Vancouver. So why, why you know? Yeah, to I America get it. I you get don't it. have to. I get it. That's just where they filmed. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, that reminds me. I want to go visit the Arboretum again. That's always a fun little trip. Yes, it is. Walk around, see all the pretty plants. There's like birds and stuff in there, too. Yeah, the last time we went, they had they were released some butterflies, so you had to be really careful not to let any of the butterflies out. Oh, yeah, you're right. They had all, yeah, it was like butterfly season. Uh-huh. And I seem to remember that there was even like, I wouldn't say rodents, but... Wasn't there some, like, mice or ground man squirrels or something? I don't remember that, no. I thought I there was meant... some sort of ground mammal. Uh, no, they're, like, grouse just birds. and things like that, which are kind of more ground birds. Yeah, I, th I, I think that's what it was, just ground birds. Yeah, just the birds that kind of walk around. Exactly. Yeah, and they got the great big waterfall in there and stuff. Yeah, that's fun. So everyone should go out and visit your local botanical gardens. Yes, you should. It's very educational, and it's fun and interesting, too. We've got great ones. I mean, uh, Rockford has a really nice uh, area, and uh, Madison has the UW Arboretum. And so find your local. But that's not the one we went to. There was another one in, that we always go to or have gone to with your parents both times. That's the UW Arboretum. Uh, I don't think it is. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> I can guarantee I will it. I have to find out, but okay. Uh, I've ho <laughs> it's the same place I've DJed weddings at. It's, yeah, it's the Arboretum. It's the thing. It's a great place, big place. Gardens and stuff outside and inside. Because I got the inside area, like we went to one time and then there's the whole outside area as well with all the grounds that you can walk on we have gone to the Ulbrich botanical gardens oh my lord you're right we, there was, <laughs> the inside place was Ulbrich gardens yes that's where we've gone not the uw well where's the uw arboretum then at uh... oh man we're gonna have to figure all this out by the way, I'm now able to lay down on the couch as I podcast, so this might be the world's most comfortable way to broadcast. <laughs> the UW one is located on University Avenue. No, I've never been to that dump. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Oldbrook Botanical Gardens. That's the one we've been to. Both times. Yep, you're right. Oldbrook. Oldbrook. All right, well, screw it. Madison's also got that awesome zoo as well that's free. There's all sorts of free crap there. It's kind of nice having a big university city. Yes, they have the Henry Vilas Zoo. I haven't been to that in, I think, my nephews were young the last time I was there, and now they're all grown up with kids of their own. I don't know how they keep that place open for free. You just wander in. It's like a park, except there's a polar bear. Well, they take donations, and they have their corporate sponsors and things like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, it's amazing that they can do that. There's giraffes there and everything. There's a monkey house. You <laughs> see a bunch of monkeys beating off and throwing oh, poop. Oh, man, that's enough. Okay, <laughs> we're done. What else do monkeys do? <laughs> yeah, okay. 
All right. Anything else uh, with this episode or Supernatural? No. <laughs> What's the death count on this? Two, and then it undo- Then it. Then they rewind at the end. Right? <laughs> yes, it was two. It was just Sam and Dean, and then they were brought back. So. Yeah, and the day night thing must just be like twelve hours, six hours. I don't know how long did their bodies lay there bleeding out. Well, the thing is, could have came back instantly. They could have. Yes, you know, God could have put their them back in their bodies seconds after they died. Hmm. So. Okay, um, what's tomorrow's episode? Season 5, episode 17 is called 99 Problems. Wow. It happens to be the 99th episode of Supernatural. Oh, that's funny that they... You know, though, I put the little descriptions on the episode. I already used a 99 Problems joke. Rats. Oh, no. Foreshadowing. You're going to have to think of something for tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to have to think of something smart. (laughs) Okay, I guess that wraps it up for us from our new studio headquarters with our new equipment. Hopefully, we sound like professionals. Remember, we uh, have a website, coupleofidgets.com. All the episodes are there to listen to and download We even started adding in my notes, so tell us if you find that handy or just ridiculous. Um, Basically, I I know that we're destroying the webpage, but I wanted all of the uh, Google keywords in there so folks would find us. So we'll see how that goes. Um, But all the information is there because we stream on all the popular services, iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, I'm sure some more that I'm forgetting about. And we also have a Facebook group called Armchair Hunters. Yes, where you can stay up to date on all the latest information. If you were following along and you're like, where the hell have these guys been? You should have been a member of Armchair Hunters. You would have found out. Yes, we posted on there that we were going to be gone for a while until we updated our equipment. And we were lonely without you. We could have used some chit chat on there while we were down but that's true but we spent a lot of that time cleaning cleaning and bringing everything oh up. my Most god stuff upstairs our house is a loft and downstairs we had everything and we were like totally ignoring the upstairs but now we have the upstairs loft area set up as the living room and <laughs> it was living room studio. slash podcast studio now whereas the downstairs now is just the kitchen and dan's work desk because he works yeah, it's kind of like it, we're living like normal people almost. Living like adults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not just crammed into a dorm room size area. All right, we'll talk to you later. All right, everyone, have a good night. Bye. Bye.